go to Thursday Night Thunder. I'm not a NASCAR fan. I'm not a racing fan. I go to Thursday Night Thunder because I can bring my cooler in and I can drink all I want on my dime. And it gives me and my wife an opportunity to get out the house. It's 10 minutes away. Thursday Thunder is for amateur racers, right? Okay. I was wondering. Like, what the yeah, I, Thursday Thunder is for amateur racers, right? Right. Do you, do you know what I do more than anything? Thursday Thunder, after they race, they open the track. And they let all the race. And most of these racers are teenagers or early 20s, ladies. There's this like supposed to be the future of NASCAR, right? Okay. Bro, you got a, there's a minor league for racing? It's called Thursday Thunder right up the street from me. Holy Listen, shit. I didn't know 10 that. minutes away. I didn't Listen. know that, fam. So, you know what I do? Me and my wife take the cooler in. Uh-huh. We take the cooler in and we go drink. And we enjoy it. We don't know who we watching. Right. They're playing music. Artists. I should ask them how can you perform at Thursday Thunder too? Because there's a DJ there. And it's kind of generated geared towards the country crowd. All this stuff you need to get involved in. Artists, it's not just about most artists think it's just about going to the studio, getting in front of people. But anyway, going the intriguing part that makes me go back to Thursday Thunder every year, at least once. Okay. Bring your own cooler. Who who can your outside is joining cool weather? You're seeing something you don't normally see. Bro, when it's over, they line up all the cars, right? Right. It might be 50 cars. They participated, not in right. one race. They have different, you know, different types and things. I got you. Bro, they let the drivers stand outside the cars, take pictures, sign autographs, and 99.9% of them have, if nothing else, um, headshots. Bro, the stand's empty. I wish I could go leave leave the screen right now. I have a stack this big of pictures autographed by these junior drivers that I'm just waiting to say one day, oh, I remember seeing him at Thursday Night Thunder. <laughs> people like taking pictures with people that are doing something that they're not. That is true. You might not believe it. You might, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just old MC Rudy Pool. Huh? They can take a picture of me at Ace Hardware. That's why I work. It don't matter. You're Not doing Rudy Pool. Rudy Pool. <laughs> hey man, have merch. I don't care if you're doing a headshot at Office Depot. Have you a Sharpie? Walk around signing them, giving them away free. Bro, you got to. I know we live in the internet era. A lot of people in the internet era. Y'all completely forgot about the hand-to-hand combat era as if it doesn't work. And I'm not saying go press up no CDs, but I'm saying, you know what else is effective? Pins. Press out some pins. I always need a pin. What else is effective? Um, lighters. Look here, right here, right now. That there. So soulful. Independent artist named King Elway. I'll have this lighter forever. You there? I'll go online, find inexpensive promo merchandise, and get off it. This is not just about making music. This is about making people a part of your journey. If this one person calls me one more time, <laughs> it's the same person. Um, 
Text them and tell them you're shooting your podcast. That's yeah. what I had to do to like five different people. Um, but man, I'm telling you, go to work no matter what. Now, in, in, in my hometown, we have two small performance places that I'm like, why haven't a country rapper at least tried? Right. We, have the, the, uh, we have the Bank Street Cafe, which holds about 50 people. I didn't know nothing about that. And there he is. We have the Bank Street Cafe, and we right. have the Tipsy. It's the Tipsy something. And they are side by side. Each place holds 50 to 75 people. When I tell you every, they only brought about five people in my area. And they keep them in rotation. And I don't understand why other people are not coming to, coming to find them. But <laughs> every Friday night, bro. It's a guy named Matthew, um, Matthew, Matthew something. When I tell you this guy makes his living performing in Griffin, Jackson, Bournesville, and the surrounding counties at these spots, uh -huh. he's there every week. He almost has a tour schedule, but you'd be like, damn, that's the same place. He hits Barnstormers. He hits all these places. He's known in our city, and every time I go, he has guitar picks for sale. He has buttons for sale. He has a old school email list. He has all, he has incorporated the old school stuff. Remember the email list? Yeah, yeah. Text list. All that stuff still works. See, we can't get so caught up into, oh man, they're going to catch it on the ground. They're going to catch Because you don't know what people's favorite platform is. That goes back to Spank saying, he'll sign up on every new platform. Everything, every last one of them. Just to secure his name. Yes. You got this. A lot of people think it's about the music, man. This is about the work. Yeah. It's about the work and, and, and the networking. If you meet a person who does what you do, they say, hey, man, I performed at the Tipsy Dragon. You should come to Bank Street. We have to work together. And this genre is made for that. Agree. I agree with all of that. Working together. So, again, I got off topic. No, we, we, we talked about Open mics and oh, talent shows. We're talking about paying to play. Paying to play. play. Yeah. Fairs and festivals. Now we on pay to play. Pay to play. To me, pay to play is only works if there's something you can get out of it. And I'm not talking about meeting the artists. Oh, matter no. of fact, that I, I know people who I know someone, I'm not gonna call their name, who done a pay to play because they wanted the photo op with the artist, never got an opportunity to meet the artist and was very, very upset with the promoter, even though the promoter never told him. Matter of fact, the artists never made it there while they were there. That's stupid. Oh, who's you, the The artist. You're paying to play. You ain't paying to meet the artist. That's a meet and greet, fam. You should have paid for that shit. <laughs> that's a whole nother ticket. That, or, or, or when they paid to play, they were under the impression that they would perform close to the artist. Like, you don't matter. Bro, if you're paying to play, they don't know who you are, so they don't want you close to the artist. No, you're not. You're not doing that. There is a, if if the artist didn't bring his own opening act, then there's usually a gap, and that is the artist setting up his band, uh, from from the nobodies, quote unquote, or the independents to him or them. They, you can't don't don't expect that. But I I think pay to play is definitely 
an asset. It's I think it's necessary just like open mics are. Well, like, what, there, there, there's there's varying levels of it, and I think it can be beneficial. Open mics are beneficial because it's practice. Yes. Paying to play is beneficial because if there's a fan base automatically there for yes, a reason. Yes. You are the, think of the pay to play opportunities the same way that you think of features. And you are but you are buying or, or obtaining a feature so Ooh. you can piggyback on that other person's fan base. Write that down. That's a show. Features. What? F- features? Okay. We got four more shows based off of these conversations. We just partnered in this one. But I, I think that people want these things separated. Okay. Okay. Because there are people who want to know are features important? Should I pay? Who should I pay? All right. So pay to play to me. If you're going to pay to play, I don't think they have any opportunities. They, they, no, I don't say that. I don't think they have any other options because there aren't any open mics and they're not hitting the fairs and festivals. Their only options are to pay to play. Okay, that is fine. Again, my only pay to, I don't disagree with pay to play. I said that, but it comes with asking. I okay. disagree only if I can't get the things I need necessary to push my career. Your, your things that you need is a, is the exposure. It's the opportunity to be in front of that fan base. It depends on the time you put me on that stage. It, it still take you still use that opportunity to capture that fan base. Okay, it doesn't matter what time it is. You, okay, if you know you're gonna be there during the at the day at twelve, but the concert ain't until nine, you know the folks is gonna be there. Probably gonna be families. It's gonna be people, mom and dads and their kids. So you, whatever that you have there on your table and your performance should gear toward. You got to read the room. You, you whatever that is, when and that knowing that time, structure your performance for that and those people, so that they can now become fans of yours based off of what you just gave them on the stage. There's still going to be people that are going to be there at twelve that know of the concert at nine that don't give a shit about it. They ain't trying to de- tackle with that crowd, but they still might want to see some other live entertainment. So you need to provide them that. And give them that live performance. But yeah, there are people like me who are going to be there when the gates open. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, and then there's people like myself that that will avoid the big crowds to, to like it's the plague and go as early as possible. But whenever I hear live music, I start going over there towards it because I may sucker for live performances. I love live presentations. You get up there with some instrumentation, you ain't got to start singing, truthfully. If you get up there and you start playing some shit or get your drum up there first and just let them start wailing for like 20 minutes and then start your show, I'm there by the time you're getting ready to perform because I'm watching the drummer. I'm watching the guitarist warm up. I'm watching your banjo player start your thumbing some stuff or your, your, your spoon player. By the time you get ready to do it, I've peeped your whole band out. And now I'm engaged. So now this is some. This is a way for some of y'all. Y'all can tailor your show. You need to start with the instrumentation first because people hearing live music, it's just something about it that it's a magnet. You know, especially if people love music and most people do. You know, if they start hearing that shit live, they will start trickling over to it. There's reasons why people in the subways just start playing music because people will walk by and be like, "Where's that music coming from?" You know, it's, 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 there's nothing else over there. Or you might get somebody that is over there and he just start wailing and start singing all of a sudden. You know, people start gravitating towards that because people like 
live performances. They want to see what it is. They want to see your talent, you know, and then if your talent is good, then you got a fan. Uh, if your talent isn't, or if the show is ass, then you know that you need to improve on some things because you should not be up there giving that type of pr presentation. You should be giving your all. You should leave your, your soul on that stage when you're performing. When you're done, all of your energy is, is, is expelled and you really need to take some vitamins when you're done. That's how every live performance needs to be for you. If you're not doing that, then you probably need to reevaluate if you want to be an artist. You might just want to be a recording artist. You don't want to be an artist that's going to get up there and perform and give their life to this shit. You, you just want to record and throw music out and repeat that cycle. That's fine. There's places, there's place in this music industry for people like yourself. But for those people that want to give that live show so that when somebody sees it, they remember it for life. That, they, that that was a lifetime experience just to see you get up there on that stage. Those are the, 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 the lifetime fans that you'll have because you created a memory with this person that they'll never forget. And they'll always go back to that. You remember that time I was in Griffin and at the, I was at the Mayfling and that band got up there and they absolutely killed it. What was that band's name? Oh, yeah, yeah, dumb folks. You know, that 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 is what music does for people. It triggers that memory. So you need to be a part of that. And if you're not going to give your all to be a part of that, then why are we doing this? All right. Prime example. Talking about meeting people, right? Yes. I don't know nothing about NASCAR. I don't really know anything about NASCAR. I just know I know the greats of NASCAR who, because their names just became marketing magnets. Right. Dale Unhart, um, Richard Petty. You know, right. I know those. So as we're talking, I'm strolling. And I see in my hometown, Griffin, Georgia, on July 8th, from three to four at Kroger. Ricky Steinhouse Jr. is going to be there. I'll be there. See if I can get me a photo out. Right. And then I can take a picture, post up, and tell y'all he love why he watches the country rap report. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying people like me meeting people, man. It it sometimes it, it just for me, it gives me more room to dream to think anything's possible. Because I think most people came from nothing. Or most things started from a dream. You, you said probably something that was probably triggered in me when I hit 40. And in my later years, uh, like right now, I'm, I'm on a, a mission for that. We forgot how to dream. Yes. We, we stifle dreams. We tell people they can't be something because of our fears or, or our failures. You know, and I, 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 I can't accept that shit. You know, I'm, I'm a person that likes to kick down doors. When somebody tells me I can't do something, I'm usually triggered because uh, I'm, I'm on the point like, oh, bitch, I'll, I'll show you better than I can tell you. you know, and, that, and that stirs in my spirit until I, I can show you better than, you, than I told you. You want to become my best friend? You want to be not my best. You want to you know how people man, you don't never call. You want me to call you all the time? Tell me I can't. <laughs> And the reason you probably that makes no sense because I'm gonna call you with miniature progress reports. Funny thing, speaking of that, right? We can I'm gonna incorporate mine, you don't have to tell your business. Okay, the bounce house business, right? Right. Um, the bounce house business, real talk. Um, Ben, you talked about the trucking business. Uh-huh. So at this moment in time, oh, you still need to come in on this, by the way. Okay. Because this was mine and you, you, you right. threw the shit to me. So 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer for why I stalled out on trucking. I don't okay. have an answer, so I don't. I can't. If you say why, I don't have an answer. Okay. Um. I. Anything else? Topan and Party City got me way too busy to figure out how to. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to let one or two yeah, open yeah, them yeah, doors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and, and watching your post, right? I'm like, boy, I'm glad I got somebody out there that can give me more of an example than anyone else. And that's what we're giving you guys examples right, to help right. push your career. Right. The bounce house business, right? So I'm gonna be honest. There are two guys that are my Facebook friends I know personally that rent bounce houses. Okay. One, and one, I don't like the way they handle their business on a professional level. All right. And the other one is already considered a city celebrity. And I thought it was dope that he incorporated that. Okay. So in one, I just feels like he should step his game up. Nothing negative like that. It's just, he just, he, he does a lot of things, but nothing consistent the other guys like the local dj everybody knows knows so hell he should have a bounce house all right okay um but someone in my family told me man you ain't gonna be able to get that i don't remember what his exact words were but they said you ain't got time to do that those exact words were you can't they said you don't have time to do that. Who the fuck are you to tell me what I ain't got time to do? They just <laughs> hit. They just, <laughs> they just lit the flame. They, right, right. they ain't say you ain't got the money. They ain't say you ain't got, they say you don't have the time. Four bounce houses later. Four, four bounce houses. <laughs> four bounce, and this has not been, this wasn't six months ago. Right, right. This might have been at most two. Okay, and I was, I, and, my, and I was calling. As a matter of fact, I called them because I seen them promote someone's bounce house service. Right, and I'm like, really? You're going when I bought my first bounce house. They promoted them, and I told them I want to use you as an op. You'll be my, you know, I need photos. Right, 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 right. right so I got you. And they promoted someone else's bounce house after I committed to them. That made me go buy three more bounce houses. But ain't nothing like that motivation, ain't it? Look, and I'm talking about that, and I'm I'm there in my garage is, is home of hobbies. Right. <laughs> and not only did not only did I do the bounce, I'm like, I gotta go a step beyond because nothing, I'm not average. And that's what I'm telling you, artists, even if you don't have the finances. My wife told me you should do now something online on how to create a bounce house business. Cause my wife wife literally watched me never ever discuss a bounce house to having a bounce house business in less than ninety days. Yeah, you you need to do that because uh, I there's I'm sure there's other people out there that want to go down that same path that you're on right now. Walk them through that process. And I would do that. I'm, talking, I'm thinking about doing it for trucking. I'm talking about my investment has been under five grand. I ain't got no loan. 
ain't got no financiers. And I'm not knocking those things for some businesses. You have to have that. Right, right, right. And not only did I do that, I brought in a concept which, when it rolls, will give me a notch above my competition. Right. You got branding. Yeah, branding. happy. Yeah. That I, you know, and I'm already thinking how to make this a brick and mortar. Oh, nice. There, there, there are businesses that do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That would so, be dope, bro. Yes. Shit, do it. That's not now. That's later. I know, but, but I'm but saying do it. Yes, because I'm like, shit, what am I going to do with these things in the wintertime? I'm like, you know what? Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. And just in the morning, $5 to get in, play out, whatever the case may be. Room in the back. Have your parties. Hobby will come out. Bruh, that's a good idea. I mean, yeah. I've seen it done, but I'm saying it's good for you. Yeah, bro. That's the retirement plan. I have to have a brick and mortar in five years. That you're trying to retire in five years? No, my granddaughter is 11. Okay. She'll be 16. You know, the hardest thing about a business is having people run it. Absolutely. That's why I'm out there driving. <laughs> that's why. That's why on Saturday mornings you'll see me leave Topan, right? Throw on a happy shirt, and before I come home and go to sleep, drop off because right. I haven't got super super booked. But I rolled out three weekends ago, and I've been booked all three weekends. So nice. So you know, I'm saying that to say, artists, this is how you have to treat your career to bring it back. There are people who are going to tell you you can't. There are people who are going to tell you you don't have the talent. Use every damn thing around you. Everything around. As a matter of fact, I'm, I love watching people's stories. This weekend, I'm going to see Elvis. I want to see the Elvis story. I you, love, can tell, you can tell me about it. I ain't, I'm not going to go watch it. Your reason for not going is probably everyone. Oh, I don't watch biopics. Oh, you don't like biopics? I, I watch horror movies and thrillers. That's, I'm going, that's it. I'm going to see a thriller this weekend too. Okay. Well, going, that, I don't watch other movies. I'm going to see the Black Phone. Yes. Now you can tell me about that. They dropped them the same day, ain't they, Lame? <laughs> they dropped <laughs> them both last it's, Friday. Uh, counter programming. You got to do that. So I'm probably going to see both this weekend. But I like watching people's journey. Okay. But I don't use people's journey as a blueprint to my life. I use their journey as motivation because. It is something you said to me years ago. Like, boy, you know you, you know me. I'll come through with the five dollar idea. <laughs> you know that. Absolutely, I know. I know. <laughs> you supposed to me about that. You come through with the business plan idea. Yeah. Come yeah. through, the man. We can start the bitch tomorrow. I got five dollars. <laughs> this is true. This, this is true. True. You know, here I am saying, "Hey, man, get pen. I have a coca pen. I, it, it might be right here in my pen cup. Buttons." Hey man, make whatever you gotta do. Don't not dream. And I know a lot of times, like with me, I'm a bigger dreamer now than I was then because I don't got these kids grown. Right. It might, it's hard for my kids to catch me because I'm dreaming and and pulling it together. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I got them where they need to be. Now I gotta give it back to me. I'm a, I'm big in being 40. And living out your dreams, and once you got your kids to a sustainable point, 
where you can reach back and guide it. You got your wife comfortable or where your wife accepts or where your wife's willing to partner up with you. You know, whatever the case may be, I'm big on that type of thing. But, you know, because I know families first. And if you alienate your family, it's going to be very, very hard to succeed. And if you do succeed, you're going to spend most of your money overcompensating. I've been there. True. That pretty much destroyed my music career because all the money I made, I'm overcompensating for the time I lost. Right. So um, we talked about festivals, pay to play. Uh, pay to play, like I said, I do agree with you. It depends. But in pay to play, make sure you understand what you're getting and try to get it in writing. Cause that's gonna, cause you might have, you might be one of those people like, I just want to meet Jelly and take a picture. And then people think I had a show with Jelly. No, then do the meet and greet and but, do that. But guess what though? It's okay to ask, do I get to meet the artist? It's okay to ask that question. Well, you wouldn't have to ask as if, if it was in a writing as you right. say it. But like what all of these people need to be doing and we, and we back to the performance stuff, you need a contract. And I will put together a, I already did one in another episode, but I'll drop it in the comments in this one. And all, all of these, because this is going to be broken up into pieces. Look in the comments and you will have your own contract that you can use. I will, and I will, I will actually include a writer in that because your writer needs to include your personal stuff and your technical writer. Your technical writer is what you need for your back lines. If you got to set up a band or if you need to set up a DJ, like all of that other stuff, you need to add that in your writer to make sure that you're being taken care of when you arrive at the venue. But for those personal things, you know, you might want 20 lemon pepper wings, all flats, you know, or, or, and you want a bottle of, you know, Hennessy, and it needs to be in your room whenever you get that. These are the people that are getting paid. Now, we, we haven't, we haven't even got to that point yet, but I'm saying all of that, your contract or what it needs to look like, will be in the comments uh, for these videos. But after, that's what we need to talk on next because we've talked about uh, open mics and talent shows. We've talked about pay to play. We talked about fairs and festivals. All of those, you're pretty much paying or it's gonna be free, free for you. Your next step is you getting paid to play. Is your next step is you getting paid for your performance and some of you, especially over here in country rap, y'all are already thinking about these things when truthfully you're not there yet. You don't have the demand. You getting paid to play is based off of demand for your music and your draw. And your draw is how many people you can bring to the establishment who is going to pay you. If you don't have the draw or if there is no demand, then your pay that you will probably get paid will be just enough for you to cover travel and take care of your room and board. They might give you a couple hundred dollars just for shits and giggles, but truthfully, you haven't earned it. You haven't, you're not, you're not an asset to the venue or the promoter yet. You're, there's no, why are you saying, hey, I want to get a thousand dollars when can you bring a hundred people at $10 a piece to the venue? If you cannot, and you need to be truthful with yourself, if you cannot, then you should not be asking for that, for your pay, for you to attend uh, or for you to come and perform at this venue. You got to be honest with your brand and be as transparent as possible because not, 
this is, this is a business. You know, if you think that you are worth $5,000 a show, then prove it. What is your draw? Prove it by going to one of these pay-to-play opportunities that we talked about before this and see if you can pay to play and perform in front of Jelly and then see if you can bring in at least 500 people that pay $10 a piece to come and see you. If you cannot, then you are not worth $5,000. Your value is based off of your draw and your demand. Those are the two factors that weigh into how much you should be getting paid. If you cannot weigh those options and be truthful with yourself, then you need to have somebody else do it for you. Um, That thing is very, very important because you can price yourself out of future dates. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because believe it or not, promoters talk. Oh, yeah, we call each other. Kind of like, like media people talk. Like, if you're an asshole to interview, um, I think, if you're an asshole to interview, I think my guy Captain Kirk is going to tell us. You know? Right. You know, or or I think, you know, we talk. If if you cost too much, not saying that don't get your work. I'm a firm believer, if you're lucky enough, especially early on in your career, to get paid for a show, the first thing you want to do is cover your expenses. Your, 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 your gas, because gas is $100 a gallon. Get that covered. Get, get, get the people who are with you, make sure they're fed. Like some of the simple things. Get that stuff out the way, because you ain't got to buy no gas. You ain't got to buy no food for nobody. Those are two expenses you ain't got to incur. Okay? Right. So even if you got to go somewhere and you it's free, but you got that covered, you're okay. Because you're going to have that thing that we keep reiterating, your merch table. Yeah, your merch is out. Is a, your bounce back. I'll tell anybody, only the open mic, merch tables aren't effective at the open mic. To me, they're not. Because you got open mic consists of artists, very few fans. So That's true. So now merch table... Well, you you can't you can't expect to sell out. You might sell some pieces because artists do like other artists, you know. But you ain't don't don't go in and think when you're gonna you know yeah <laughs> that might that might be more accurate. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you might, but but I'm not saying don't have anything. To me, open mics was always cool for flyers, but I see y'all don't really do flyers anymore. But okay, I still agree with flyers, um, especially if it has the code. UPC code, we can scan and maybe it takes you to the YouTube channel or the, the streaming channel. I still believe in those, you know, because a lot of times, especially with you artists, I be wanting to know, man, how do I find them on Instagram? And a lot of you artists, your Instagram, all your names is different. So shit, I need all that in one place. So I'm still a believer in flyers. Well, the, the QR code is definitely something that needs to be reutilized, but that's more, that's a, that's a branding thing that we can definitely come back to. When we're talking about how they can do their uh, branding, market, advertising, marketing, and branding. Um, but cover your expenses, and then Spank can probably answer how, how you determine the work. I'm not good at that. How you determine? Because I ain't gonna. I'm gonna be very, very honest. It's based on the draw. I'm gonna be. It's, very, it's really based on the draw, fam. If you don't, if you can't bring in a hundred people, then you ain't worth a thousand dollars. Because the average ticket price is ten dollars, 
so you, you you can't you can't now and that's that's your fee you still got to cover your expenses that is just your your portion of the thousand dollars if you're going to go all in and cover expenses you're probably looking at twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollars if you got to fly you know and take care of your people if you got a band and that's probably going to be like closer to two thousand dollars you know so yeah the, those numbers are based off of what can you provide for the venue? If you cannot provide that, and I, no, I don't, let's, let's just use Jesse B as an example. Is Jesse B worth $1,000 today? I don't think so. But she's worth 500 to me. Can well, she, you know bring, that, can she that, bring 50 people with $10 a piece? All right, that depends on, now, that also depends on what it shows up. Agree, agree. But, she, has she built up enough demand to where wherever she goes, she can bring 50 people that will pay $10 to come and see her. I don't know. I don't either. I don't that, that is that is a question that she would need to evaluate and be truthful with herself. You know, if not, then you've got to do that show based and just cover expenses and get some food and gas money. You know, that's what that show would be. That would be a well, $500 all in. You know, and that and that $500 doesn't go in your pocket. That $500 takes care of all of the expenses for everything that needs to accompany your show and make sure that you pull off the show properly. And then after that, you start building on it, but you got to do a couple of those to gauge where you are. I don't know what this all female tour that's, um, that Shelby K, Stormy Lee, Lexi Lynn, if that's her name, if I'm saying it right. I don't know what that tour is worth. Like the, what is the demand for that? This is the demand to see females on stage, but it, can each one of them bring a thousand people to make that show be worth three thousand dollars. I'm gonna be honest. If I was booking that show, if I, if I was their manager, and they probably would disagree. And again, this is that that five dollar mind state that I have. Sometimes right. it's about putting the product in front of people and and creating that that verbiage. To me, if I got that show, man, we if I can get the door, if I can get the door, door is we ain't even talk about that. Door is probably everybody's first option. It should be everybody's first option. Because no disrespect to Stormy Lee or Show. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to cut you off. Getting the door split should be your first option. You and the venue split 50-50. And then after that, you start building up and you get the door. But yeah, go go ahead. Go ahead, Vic. Um, if you can get that show, which I think will be an impactful show, and I think that show, if you get 10 dates, it sets up the following year for 30 days. I think, I think you need, number one, I think you need some verbiage. Number two, you need some photos. You need, you know, pictures of people, some sound bites, people seeing that this really happened. A shit ton of BTS. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. they, you, you need more behind the scenes, which is what BTS stands for. You need a shit ton of BTS out there. There needs to be more BTS than there is actual footage of the show. And see, that's another thing, going back to everything we're saying, even the open mic. If you're not prepared to get BTS to help build your career on whatever you're doing, right? you're missing the boat. Yes. You're yeah. missing the boat. I record myself doing stuff that, that I might not ever use, but just in case, just in case, you need the BTS to build. Like that tour, I probably if I can get some clubs to take a chance on it, if I can get a club, a bar, to give me four grand on that tour, you know what? Three grand. We're just gonna take 
Shelby, Stormy, and Lexi Lynn. If I can put a grand in their pocket, well, I'm the manager, so I get 10%. So I ain't giving them $300. So I don't even know if I'm going with them. But chances are to build the faith in their man. <laughs> now, to build a rapport with the owner, I would right. go. Right. But I ain't, you ain't, you know, I'm getting $600. Well, it depends on my country. I'm getting anywhere from three to six. I mean, you could be a booking agent and just get the 10%. Yeah. And then you ain't got to show up. Yeah. You just, you just if, facilitating it. But if I'm managing the tour, I need to get out there and shake hands and kiss these babies. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother percentage that's got to come out of that. Yeah. Again, this, this is the stuff that they got to be considering because all this shit don't go in your pocket. There's people you got to pay. You, you're, you're The booking agent, if there's somebody booking all this stuff for you, they get 10%. The management gets 20%. And the man, and these are the alpha, the, the big number, the whole number. It's, it's not a the management gets 20% after the booking agent gets theirs or the booking agent gets 10% after the man. No. If the fee is three thousand, booking agent is three hundred, manager gets six hundred, and then after that, you just got to break it down off of everybody else that's supposed to get paid: guitar player, tambourine player, drummer, five guitarists, whatever. You got to consider all of that shit, you know. So, and and your people got to know this going into it because you are going there potentially with a door split, so. You, all of y'all need to be promoting so you can get as many people in the building so you, you got more money to split. But if you don't, then you need to be targeting to get some sort of X amount up front. But, you know, then if if you get X amount up front and you can't fulfill your obligation of bringing heads in the building or putting butts in the seats, then that venue is probably going to be a tad bit ticked at you because they just took a loss on you. Because you would you did not fulfill your part of the contract of bringing enough people to cover the expenses that were giving to you. You got a deposit of fifteen hundred dollars to do this concert, and then if you did not bring enough to cover that additional fifteen hundred dollars that they gave you on the back end, so you need three hundred people at ten dollars a piece. Bare minimum to cover that three thousand dollars they just gave you. If you don't, if you can't do that, then you should feel bad. You genuinely should feel bad because you you did not you did not hold up your end of the bargain. You failed in your your pursuit of having a mutual understanding with this venue, and you did not bring your piece to the table. He did. He was he was supposed to do. He paid you. Now you need to do what you're supposed to do and promote. Do some as much advertising as possible. Do social media marketing. Do all of that to get as many people in there as possible. You want more than 300. You want 400. So there's profit there. So now this person is happy. And now they're trying to book you for another event. If not, then you should feel bad. Because the guy that gave you the money, he's probably a little salty. I've been that guy many a time. And I've paid many of artists to do stuff to come for a performance. I felt like they raped me. I felt jaded. Because you know, I just gave you, I just gave you five thousand dollars, and you did two songs, and that's it. And we'll get nothing else. Like and and, and but but the, you didn't do no social media promo. But I I just paid for that. But I'm the dummy, you know. But I, I'm but I'm I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be a dummy twice because I'm not gonna book your ass again. I've learned from that mistake. So I'm. But this is the stuff that we go through when we're trying to book these shows. Uh, from a from a not just a promoter standpoint, from a stage manager standpoint, from an event manager standpoint, from from a booking agent standpoint, like all, these are all the perspectives that I'm giving you. 
<clears throat> y'all got to consider all of that because you guys are wearing all of these hats because a lot of you don't have managers. So this is the stuff that you got to consider when you're constructing Ooh. these shows on how you go to got to book it. Oh, speaking of managers, that's a, that's an episode. You, well, that's one episode. Oh yeah, we definitely gonna handle that, so, that episode. I'm, I'm seeing something going on on this manager side, and I'm like, I don't really understand. But we'll yeah, talk about that. We'll later. definitely have to talk about that one because I, I see a lot of that all the time. I don't understand the direction that some of these artists are going. I don't. Like, yeah, we, you we, gotta be like, why? Well, what? Yeah. Okay, no disrespect. I gotta mention him. Larry Hoover Jr. What? What? He knows about the genre. He does. Okay. Maybe we'll get him on the show. Um, what haven't we covered in in shows? We've covered all all of those aspects from to getting paid all the way down to the free stuff. So I think we've covered all of the how to book a show or what a show need. We probably need to show what a show needs to look like, but that's another show. Yeah, that might be another show. Because it depends, the show has to look like depends on the type of show. I'm, I'm on a, the type of performance. Yeah, the type of performance. I'm a re, re, reiterate, and I stand by it. If you are doing music and you don't have merch, if you're dropping records on streaming platforms and you have nothing, no bumper sticker, like there is someone in Griffin. Who likes trailer made so much, and it is not me, and I do like trailer made, so I, that didn't sound right. That he has, he had went and had it made, the trailer made logo on the back of his truck. That's copyright infringement. No, oh, he, no. he done it. Took a picture of it, sent it to him. They okay because they, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah no, he he's not part of the late. He likes the music they're putting out. He likes the logo. He asked them, did they have an issue with him making a vinyl for his truck? They said, oh, that's sure. Dope. They dope, said dope. sure. I'm sure they didn't believe him. He done it. And I see this guy at least once a week riding through. I haven't even had a chance to talk to him. But nice. when I see it, I because I, when I first seen it, I was like, dang, somebody got a logo look like Trailer Made. Being in my town, I'm thinking maybe it's a company that does something else. But when I got close. That's branding, bro. That's good branding. In Griffin, Georgia. Yeah, and they're in North Florida. Yes. Yes. They, but, you know, and he made a post about it. And that's the reason I know he asked. Okay, okay. And we made a post about it. He asked, like, he's like, you know, I like it. He basically explained how he liked it. And he's kind of probably like, you know how when you like something, you kind of like a little secret promoter, but you might not have this big fan base. Right. But you still tell the people you know. Right. He actually asked them. He went to a local company right here in Griffin, had them do it, and he's on his truck. That's a different type of fandom right there. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm saying that's you're a fanatic. That's a good thing, though. That's, oh, yeah. That's that you paid. That's a family member. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's somebody you need to invite to every concert. Yes, yes. That's that's someone you figure out how to make part of your team if they're willing. Yes. Those yes. are people you figure out how to do something. That's when you do new t-shirts, that's who you send promo to. Absolutely. For free. Yes. Yes. You know, and that's it's a good way to bring it back. Yes, it's and again, with promo, you can't make I'm gonna say this. And then I'm gonna go. I'm done. I'm done. 
Me personally, I promo. I'm not the biggest, but anyone knows knows my heart. I all you gotta do is click like five times. You probably gonna get free promo from me. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Okay, this is something I don't understand. This is not me asking, but I don't understand it. You see that? Right. Is that promo? Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Is that promo? Yeah, we're going on 200 episodes. That that's been there for at least 50. I created those. Right. Now, this one I created because she was going away. Right. And I just wanted her, you know, if she gets a chance to see, you know, when you're, I don't know if you've been locked up before out there, but any form of encouragement to help get you through, you know what I'm saying? Right. She can go on YouTube and get some free honey buns by showing her friends that she's on the wall of the country. Right, right, right. Um, that's a little clout move. But I'm saying this to say. Artists are in our inbox all the time. Commending us on the show. Saying what a great job we do, how we uplift the um, the genre. How much free promo have you got? I can't tell if your computer was folks. How much free promo have I gotten? Yes, from artists. And this is something I learned from over there. And this kind of goes into another episode. Promo merchandise, maybe. We, we, we've gotten some, but not as many people that we've covered. We haven't gotten enough. Right. If I'm an artist. And, I, and I'm grateful for the people who have. Oh, wait, don't, don't take no, way. oh no, no. I'm, this is a free tip, maybe going into another show. Right. Artists, embrace the media. No, without I, a doubt. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Shout out, I, I'm going to shout him out again. Shout out Captain Kirk, because he's the first reactor that I've gotten cool with. Mm -hmm. But I got to give Gator credit, bro. When Gator drops, there are so many reactors reacting to that stuff. 100 views, 50 views. 70, I, you know what? I ain't mad at Gator for that because all those views count for something. Yeah. And so chances, are, promo. chances are Gator might be shouting those people out on his stream or live or whatever the case may be. Right. But we do things as a trade-off. Like me, a lot of, I'm big in the beef sector on YouTube. I'll okay. never be in the beef sector on YouTube because I don't want to bring that on my family. But I'm riding dirty TV is known in the B sector in the comments area. There are people from the B sector who don't know what country rap is, who didn't know what country rap is now do. Okay. Um, A Rock is one of the people from the B sector. I remember him in the chat. Yes. A Rock comes from the B sector. Seeing me in the chat. Ladies and boys and girls, you've got a network. And there are people that are willing to shout you out, cover your stuff. Send them a pen, send them a button, send them a hat, send them a something. Oh, you ain't got to send me shit. Just say thank you. Just acknowledge it. Just acknowledge the acknowledgement. Because we are definitely acknowledging you by talking about you during a minimum 30 up to an hour episode. And we're critiquing your music. And the people that are watching us talk about you. And we don't even get a thank you. Now, even when the trolls come out and they start talking shit, that's still some form of promo. So I'm not mad at that. But when we don't get anything, I get a little slighted about that. I take it a little, I feel a certain way. There are some artists who've never mentioned us. And there's some artists that I probably won't review again. Speaking and of. I told, I told him that. Speaking of, um, 
and I didn't ask, but we had dialogue. I don't know what's going on. Um, that artist that I that we blocked reached back out to me to my message. They responded. Did you say that, why we were blocked? I, did, I was in the middle of something. Um, okay, we'll talk about when we're done. I want to know why we why we blocked though. Because I, I no, I didn't ask. I need to ask. I'm gonna ask now. Because I was in the middle of, I was at work when they responded. So I wasn't able to have the dialogue, dialogue. I didn't want to just jump right off the cliff and say, why are we blocked, bro? Um, let me find them. Some people, I don't give a shit why we're blocked, though. Because we are blocked by multiple folks. But I don't, this one was puzzling because, bro, we said some stuff damn near a year ago. And I don't think it was negative. It wasn't I, enough to block us. I don't think that person knows because, matter of fact, um, I'm just going to read the dialogue. Okay. I'm not going to say who the person is. Good afternoon, sir. They know who the person is. We would. Oh, well. We, okay. we uncovered it live during the show. It was overtime. Okay. That's what we're talking about. We haven't even. Good after The show hadn't. The show won't be done anyway. Yes, it will. After this. <laughs> before this one. <laughs> I said, Good afternoon, sir. It took him 24 hours. Matter of fact, about 30 hours to respond. Good afternoon, sir. Says, how are you doing? Um, I introduced myself. I okay. said, all good. Recently reviews your video on the Country Rare Report. Awesome work with the homie Crucifix. Okay. He said, thank you. He said, hey, do you have a link that you can send me? So the video, but no, it's not out yet. You just told him we just talked with the yes. review, but it ain't out yet. Yes. Okay. And I told him, um, I will when it drops. Okay. And he said, dope. So, okay. what I'm going to do is... <laughs> Drop that question. Why the fuck are we blocked, fam? <laughs> you know, once the video drops, once the video drops, right? that's when I'm going to say, well, we tried to send you a link and realize we're blocked. No, well, that's going to be a mute point after this show drops. So, you might as well go ahead and ask him like, why are we blocked? Because he he can't get that, and we won't know the the whole story behind everything. Matter of fact, asking why we're blocked, and if he would like to come on the show to, for an interview, because he's probably a B lister over here in the genre. He's up under the A listers because his numbers are, are speak for themselves. He ain't he ain't a lightweight, and a lot of people in the genre look up to him. He's an OG. Yeah. All right. Just realize. We can't send link. We're blocked. <laughs> Do the face palm. <laughs> question more, question more. Do the what? Do the face palm. Like, we're blocked. No, I'm just going to do the What did we say or do? I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying, like, why are we blocked? A, a damn near a year later. Ah, now, that's weird. What? Now I just got the automated thing. I didn't get that before. Thanks for reaching out. I'll oh, report no. I'll fine. respond as soon as I can. Oh. Yeah, the automated school. I do that. Oh, you do that? I've done it. I've set it up for other artists before. And it puts their name in it? Yes. All right. Ron Dirty Radio. Thanks for reaching out. I respond as soon as I can. My new album, Self-Made in America, is available right now. Let's shake up the music industry. Go listen. We'll talk soon. We're what straight. didn't that album chart? Yes. Yeah, that's right, because Sam said he had some shit on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We'll talk soon. We're still independent and still doing it our way. God bless America. All right, bro. We're not gave him enough. 
Yeah, we have. This, this might be a three-parter. This might be three. Yeah, but three good parts. Yeah. Three good parts. Now, hopefully, ladies and boys and girls, you know how to book a show, the different types of shows, and how to even create your own show. And 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 if we miss anything about shows, we we typically watch these shows. Me, Vic, and Heather, we all watch the shows. So if you have any questions, either leave it in the in the premiere in the comments. Or drop it in the comments below the video, and then we'll circle back around and try and answer those questions relative to the shows. Because I don't want to leave anything out there that's not answered. I think we went over everything. Um, well, no, we didn't. Well, there's one other thing. When you're doing your shows, try to have the music that you're going to perform be released. Try not to do unreleased music because you get paid for performing for your shows. You got to make sure that the venue that you're going to perform at is legal. So it's going to have a stamp. When you come into the door, it's going to have some, it's going to be from one of the major uh, PROs, your performing rights organizations. It's going to be ASCAP, BMI, CSEC, or it might be one of the other smaller ones, whoever that is. But there is typically a certificate or a stamp at the door. Got to be by the venue for them to be a legal venue. If it's not there, then you you got to go about getting paid another route. But your main route is to whenever they are, whenever they submit their playlist to the publishers of who performed there, then that goes into the database and you get paid that way. But you don't need to rely on that. They need to make sure that they're doing their, their job anyway, but you do yours. You submit your spreadsheet to the publisher and tell them that you perform at the Sumber Reptile on Thursday and there was 329 people that in there and they will equate what needs to be paid based off of that performance to you and you'll get paid typically three quarters after that for that performance. But if you don't do that, um, there's also another route because the DJ, whoever's there and hopefully they played your music while they were there, they have to submit their playlist also to the performing rights organization. So that is another way for you to get paid. So you can get paid for that. You get paid for that performance. And if you, you know, maybe ask the DJ, ask quote unquote, the DJ to play your song while you're there or, or another one of your songs, then he submits it. Now you're getting paid twice. And again, if the DJ doesn't do his job, you do your damn job and submit to the your PRO that, your music was played in uh, Club Miami uh, at 10.20 p.m. and there were 729 people in the venue and you will get paid accordingly based off of the you know population and the spin that was there. If you're also making the people who are certified do their fucking job because there are checks and balances for whenever you submit and it's a venue that is verified, they make sure and make sure the, the venue verifies that, yeah, there was X amount of people here. And, you know, and yeah, that song got played here. So you're getting paid. And it's not frivolous shit that you're just throwing out there because you can't just be lying on this and saying there was 10,000 people in the venue and the venue only holds 700. You know, you can't do all of that stuff. You, get, you go about and get your music honestly, get your money honestly by reporting what you are getting played or performing in front of actual people. And you do that 
you know, and, and if you can't do it, then your people, you need to designate somebody around you to be able to do it. But before you leave, get the total attendance. If you're at a fair and festival, fair or festival, and you perform, and 10,000 people came through the gates, fam, there's 10,000 people you performed in front of because there's no way of telling when those 10,000 people were actually there and performing and well, listening to you. So those are legal ways that most of us are missing over here in the genre because a lot of us aren't submitting our shit to the publishers. A lot of us are just going through the distributor, throwing that music out there, and then we're done. You're not doing any of your copyrights. You're not doing your, your PRO stuff. Like that, that, me, and, me and somebody else in the genre had a serious discussion about starting a performing rights business to where we would go and get other people's publishing for them because a lot of them aren't doing that. And I told him I would, I would back you, but I can't do it because I'm, I already got 10 things on my plate. I cannot commit to something else until the last one that I'm working on, which is this trucking, starts to multiply and I can sit down instead of drive. Hey Amen. There's a lot for you guys to watch, rewatch, rewatch, take notes. Um, hopefully, Please take notes. Hopefully put you guys on game, man. If you got any questions that we didn't cover in this episode, feel free to drop them in the comments here. I always go back and check the comments, even if you comment a week or two later. I, I go and, and look at the comments, click like, or respond if there's a, a question. Um, again, man, get your shows under your belt. Create your own, for real. If I, man, if I was an artist, I'd be performing in my garage. They got to practice. It's funny, back in the day, they used to have things called garage garage bands, and yeah. they would practice in the garage, and the whole neighborhood knew they got a band down now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So We need those days back. Hey, man, I'm telling you, do whatever it takes to make people know you got talent. You would be surprised how many people just want to take pictures with people who are doing something that they're not. It gives them a release from reality of going to work every day. Hey, I met Coco. It might make that day. It will make that day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, countryrareport.com is the place to go to become a member of the gang gang, get your yeah. merch, and, um, you know, drop your hundreds for Heather because she makes everything, everything. That's all I got. Cool. That's all I got. I it's think we went over well enough. Yes. It's your boy, Vic XL. Again, any questions, put them in the comments. We are the Country Red Report. Peace. Peace, y'all. Thank y'all, too, by the way.